Hey friends, today I will be continuing on with focusing on your special education classroom environment with six essential items that you need to go up on your classroom walls now. But before we get into it, I want to go ahead and read a review from V underscore Pinzon. As someone with a kid that has an IEP, it's so comforting hearing these teachers talk about what they could work on together to improve the experience for the students. Thank you guys so much for doing what you are doing. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I really appreciate it. If you would like me to read a review live on the podcast, go ahead and leave a quick review and I will go ahead and do that. All right, let's get into it. Overwhelmed with how to set up your special ed classroom? Confused with teaching small groups? How will you work with your paraprofessionals and other service providers? Hey friends, and welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. I'm Michelle Vasquez, a wife, mommy, and special education teacher. In this podcast, my mission is to supply new teachers with strategies through self-growth, classroom organization, and community building. If you're ready to jumpstart that classroom, have a plan for small groups, and learn how to work best with support staff, this podcast is for you. So grab that iced coffee and your favorite flare pen. It is time to get it started. We'll see you in the show. Since new teachers come in overwhelmed with all the things that go into teaching, I would love to share that posting these six essential displays will help structure your classrooms and routines already on day one. Walking into my first class with bare walls, I immediately went into panic mode. Where do I start? All right, there were so many things that I needed to get done. Lesson plans, making copies, materials, getting the pencil boxes ready. Luckily, I have already worked in schools and had training to observe an upper and lower grade special education classroom in the mild to moderate environment. Observation is the best, by the way, just letting you all know, observation is the best way to learn. With the help of those classrooms and my grade level team that I was working with at the time, they all, and it all, helped me to set up my classroom walls. When you have your displays up and ready on the walls, you can get your classroom started in no time. So here we go. The six essential items that you need on your special education classroom walls. Item number one, your classroom decor or your classroom decorations. I know I barely touched on this in episode number two, but if you could at all costs, it would be best if you could avoid bright colored themes. I know I may be ruffling up some feathers and everybody has their own opinion. Bright colors can actually distract students from what you are teaching because they're too busy looking up on what's on the walls. Usually I stick to neutral or natural tones, soothing colors like blues or greens to give that that feeling of like, oh, <laughs> that they're comfortable, they're more relaxed in your classroom. Blues and greens reminds you of the sky, the grass. That's how I think of it. But do as your own. <laughs> this is definitely my opinion 
on what I feel is essential for your classroom walls. Essential item number two, a classroom calendar. There are different types of ways to create this classroom calendar, depending on what grade level you teach. I I did teach both the primary levels, which is kinder, first, second, and third, and also the upper elementary grade levels, fourth and fifth, and even sixth. Usually if you're teaching primary, the classroom calendar consists of the calendar itself, a hundreds chart, maybe a place value pocket of up to a hundreds. This is what you can use uh, with practicing counting straws and transferring over the tens to hundreds. Put up academic posters like your ABC charts, um, uh, practicing sounds, your shapes, money, usually whatever the standards are for kinder through second grade that are essential that the students need to learn before leaving you. Also, you can display the letters and numbers, numbers of the day or the week. With your upper elementary students, it definitely depends where your students are academically, but still, still add that calendar on there. Instead of doing those straws, you can do a place value poster with writing in the numbers instead, having still having a numbers chart, maybe extending it from 100 to 120. Um, having a number line at the very top really helps. Also, getting into those upper grades, talking about um, fractions, that really helps having a number line up there. Blending, having posters for blending a digraph chart, and also vocabulary words of the week. Keeping that in the front near your calendar would be amazing. Essential item number three are classroom rules. Here's another one. (laughs) Everybody do as your own, but my experience as a classroom special education teacher is I already have simple rules ready up and ready to go. Other teachers love to work with their students on day one to try to come up with rules together. Sometimes I will do this, but then I would kind of purposely (laughs) make it to what I want it to be, the rules. And but in a way, still letting having the students feel like they've been participating in creating those rules. As soon as you get it down, it will be great to keep it very simple, put it in simple phrases with pictures. I usually love to put this up in up in the very front where you will be doing your whole group lessons. So it's easily accessible. The kids do not forget the rules and it's right there for you to refer to when you need it. Essential item number four is a classroom whole group schedule. Usually this would be at the front of the class. I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can auditorily. I know I'm also a very visual person, so this is going to be hard to explain. So how my classroom group schedule looks like is every single subject like reading, writing, math is on its own individual piece of piece of paper or cardstock. And I would laminate each subject And on the back, instead of taping it down on the wall, I actually put magnets so I can move it around depending on the day because every single day is a different schedule usually, right? We have library once a week or we have science class once a week or music. Every day is different. So 
it's so much easier to have magnets on the back so you can manipulate it. I highly suggest to not add times on the student's whole group schedule. Reason being, I have taught students in a classroom with autism and they are so very structured. If I am off by two minutes, they will call me on it and it will not stop. <laughs> I love my students and which is great. They they keep me on schedule, but I have just gotten I have just gone through that so many times. So just, just, you know, you know, just something to consider and think about, but still, if you don't have it on the whole group schedule, still have it displayed for district district personnel somewhere else, maybe right next to it would be great. Essential item number five, a small group schedule. This I would have up on display when we do small group rotations. I have a section for the teacher, students that work with the teacher, students that work with my paraprofessional or teacher aide, and then also an area for the students that will be doing independent work. After assessing all of your students at the beginning of the year, that's where you will know where to group the students, depending on um, ability level, ability level, or maybe grade level, depending on how your school wants you to work it. But once you figure that out, this is where I would place their names under each group. Sometimes people color code them, which is awesome. That's what I do. Some people number them, whatever works for you. But color coding has been great for me. Essential item number six are your bulletin boards. Depending on your school or district, I know everybody's different. Typically, you would have a bulletin board for your work in language arts, writing, reading, math. Uh, a display for your student work. I would totally ask your principal or your admin what they would like to see up on display in your classroom. For a bonus tip later on, you don't have to do it right away, but definitely what helped me manage my staff in the classroom is to have a staff board. Here you can add schedules, lunch and break times, duties. It was great to have that in my class. So as the school year progresses, this is definitely something that you should consider putting up on your wall. All right, to recap, to help with your special education classroom environment, here are the six essential items that you need to put up on your classroom walls. Number one, consider your classroom decorations. Essential item number two, a classroom calendar area. Item number three, classroom rules. Item number four, a classroom whole group schedule. Item number five, a small group rotation schedule. And item number six, your bulletin boards. And also that quick bonus tip, a staff board. I would love if you could get into my free Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed and share pictures or let us know some essential item that you need to put up in your classroom. Hurry and make sure to get these essential items up now in your class. All right. Take care, my friends, and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. 
Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.